and welcome to Families Arising podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru, and I'm excited to welcome you to this podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, family, faith, and life. And so I'm excited to be your host, and I hope that you can stay connected to our community here. And if you never want to miss another episode of our podcast series, all you have to do is go to our website at familiesarising.org forward slash podcast and get yourself to listen to all our previous episodes as well. So let's get started for today's episode. Hello and welcome to week 10 of the Thrive Devotional Study Series. It is week 10. Oh my God. That is the last episode in the Thrive Devotional Study Series. Can you even believe it? And I am excited that you're here and you're listening. You made it to the end. And we're going to be talking about a very interesting, sensitive, but interesting topic today. All right, we've been talking about friendships in the last few weeks, and today we're going to round it up, and we're going to be talking about the part that nobody likes, when friendships hurt. Wow. When friendships hurt. What do you do when your friendships hurt? What do you do when it looks like, wow, this is painful. I can't handle it. What do you do then? What do you do when the people that you think have your back, they betray you, they do things that hurt you, that harm you in one way or the other? What do you do in those kinds of, you know, scenarios and situations? So today we're going to be talking about how friendship betrayals or conflicts with friends hurt us, how they affect us, right? And what we can do about them how they affect us and what we can do about them. Because I've seen that sometimes we don't sit to analyze or process the hurt, the harm that people do to us, to our hearts. And it can be a big deal, right? So something that we must realize is that it is normal for... It, it's, it's what it is. Like, it's life. Conflicts are going to happen. There are going to be friendly wounds from other people that we, that we know. And that's why it's important that we just kind of like prepare ourselves for that duality because it will happen. It's life. And we have to prepare our minds for the fact that I could be hurt and it could happen. All right. And so one thing that I want us to first of all address is when friendships hurt us, when our friends hurt us, when we are in a situation where there's friendly fire sometimes not even so friendly or friendly wounds from people that are close to us. How, you know, what way can these things affect us? Because sometimes we don't pay attention. The first thing that you have to realize is that it can break your heart, right? You're going to feel like, wow, how can this person do this to me? I trusted them. I believe that they got my back, but see where I am right now. So expect to be heartbroken and don't sweep it under the carpet. Don't say, well, it's one of those things. that move. You cannot move on from those things. You have to sit and heal from that. Otherwise, it's going to mess you up. It's going to be a damage to your heart that you don't want to leave there, right? So it can break your heart. It can shut you down. It can get you into this mode where you're like, what? I'm never having another friend. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this anymore. It can just put, your, put you in that space where 
shut you down, shut your ability to be able to function down, depending on how close they were or how bad the hurt was or how bad the betrayal was, it can shut you down. It can take you over a bad edge, right? Another thing that it can do is that it can damage your trust. You know, sometimes it's like, I can't trust another person. I can't be close to somebody else. You erect those walls around you, around your heart. I, I, I can't do this anymore. Friends suck. I, I'm, I don't want to have any more friends. And it can so damage your trust, your ability to trust in other people in the future, right? So if these things have happened to you before, you possibly can relate with what I'm saying, but you cannot just ignore these things. You have to deal with them. You have to let yourself heal so that you can enter into other relationships that God has already prepared for you, right? In a way that you're whole in those relationships. You're not holding back because you feel like, well, that's what the other person did to me. Because remember we talked about this in the last episode, you know, in the last few episodes, talking about purpose, friendships, relationships, and why God would let you have some friendships for a season, right? So it's important that we just approach our friendships knowing that life happens. And once we have been hurt, we shouldn't just leave it like that. We should do what we can to resolve those feelings, those emotions that we find ourselves in, right? Even Jesus Christ, our perfect example, experienced the same thing with his friends. They, he was betrayed. Judas Iscariot betrayed him. Peter denied him. Like, he experienced what betrayal looked like. Broken trust. Right. He knew. But guess what? He, wa- he was able to continue to love past those betrayals, past those hurts. If you neglect the wounds, if you bury the wounds, they are not going to heal. They're not going to go away. So it's, it's important that you deal with them, you resolve them, so that that way you can move on into a beautiful place, have a healed heart. You don't go around with wounds on your heart. That's not good for anybody, all right? So what ways can we, in what ways can we, can we address broken fellowship or when friends hurt, when friends betray us, when friendships just hurt? What are some of the things that we need to put into perspective? What are some of the things that we need to kind of like do? Or what kind of headspace do we need to be in, in these times? One of the things that I want to start with is managing our expectations. I think that sometimes we forget that the people they were dealing with are human. The Bible says that the human nature is prone to failing. It's normal, right? For humans to fail, we cannot afford to place our total trusts in human beings because they are still human. No matter what you look, however you look at it, right? So we must manage our expectations and know that the more we care about somebody, the more the likelihood that hurts can happen. The more they can hurt us. If you didn't know know someone, a random person on, on the road says something to you, it may not hurt you, it may not damage you as much as when your friend does it, right? So the, the the moment you care about somebody, there's always going to be a possibility that you can be hurt. And it doesn't mean that you now shield yourself from every friendship and things like that. It just means we should manage our expectations. Know that they're human and it, there's a possibility of hurting each other. Even in the best of friendships, there will always be some form of pain or you know hurt or something that somebody did to us that we can resolve. I, we must accept that as truth. Right? So we shouldn't be shocked by friendly fire. It is a part of life. It can happen. It can happen. 
So managing that expectation, knowing that it is possible, it is probable, it can happen, it most likely will at some point in time or the other, helps us to know that when they happen, it doesn't drown us. We don't drown in the pain and the hurt, okay? And so, number one is to manage our expectations about friendly fire, about hurt, about betrayals in relationships. Manage your expectations. doesn't mean you expect that every friendship should betray you, but we're saying hurts disagreements, conflicts are bound to happen in relationships and how we deal with them matter a lot. All right. The next thing I want us to talk about is forgiveness. We must give forgiveness freely, not because the person is asking for your forgiveness, but for your own peace of mind, for your own, to resolve it within yourself. There will be scars. You know, I, I saw this quote that really, really touched me. You know, it was talking about friendships and scars and things like that and friendship wounds and he says there will be scars that is healed wounds right of this battle etched across your life but forgiveness will set you free to live fully and that was like wow so even though there will be scars to show that this happened but your forgiveness will set you free to live fully and i love how it says in colossians three thirteen, we should bear with each other and forgive one another we should forgive as the Lord forgave us. It's a commandment from God to forgive as God forgave us. It's important. We must give forgiveness freely. Right? So what has hurt you? Don't keep holding on to it. Let it go. Forgive. Forgive. Why? Because it's for your own good. Think about it that way. It's for your own good. God commands us to forgive. The number three thing that we, we have to note is that when we have been hurt, we cannot just move on. We have to take it to God and say, God, here I am. I'm hurt. I'm pained. I feel betrayed. These are my emotions, but I need your healing. Expose yourself to God's healing. Don't bury the pain. Let God heal you. I love this, something that I saw somewhere that says that Christians don't move from glory to glory without moving alongside God. There is no moving on from pain without involving God, letting God heal you. You can't move on. You can't move from glory to glory. You can't move from pain into a life of freedom if you don't let God do the work of healing on your heart. So you can talk to God and say, God, bring healing to me. God wants to heal you. Heal me. I want you to heal me, Lord. Heal my pain. God is not just about physical, physical healing. He's also about mental you know emotional kind of healing whatever that you need god is there he wants to heal you so take your pain to god and say lord my heart is hard right now i need you to bring healing to my heart i need you to wash me you know with your peace i want to have peace about this just bring healing to my heart and then one thing that we need to do also to remember is that we may never understand we cannot try to fix and try to rationalize why did she do that is it because i did something Sometimes you may never, ever understand why someone will betray you. You may never understand it. So let go of the need to put it in this neat, tidy box of, oh, now I get it. You may never get it. But what you can do is to forgive, to get healing, and to move on. All right? We must also keep the right perspective. We must always see things from God's perspective. Remember, we talked about the fact that friendships in our life sometimes are for a season. For your purpose. And the moment that person is done with 
purpose in your life does not mean they will leave betraying you all the time, but that could be their exit way. That could be the way they exit your life. Right? So we must keep things in the right perspective. Because the Bible says the Lord will fight for you. You just need to be still. So having that perspective of, you know what? I'm God's child. Even though I've been hurt before, I'm just going to let it go. And God fighting for me doesn't mean the person is going to drop down dead. All right? Okay? It doesn't mean that the person is going to now suffer. No, no, no. It just means I'm just going to let God do his own justice. Justice his own way. The way that serves his own purpose. All right? I'm just going to let it go. And let God be the one in charge. Keeping the right perspective about betrayal, about hurts. The Bible says that if the devil had known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. What does that mean? Jesus Christ was betrayed. He was crucified, but he knew the reason for crucifixion. He was able to see the see perspective of, I am going to, I'm going through this pain because this. It does not mean that Father, your friend betrayed you. Oh, it's God's will for betrayal. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that having the right perspective, sitting at the top and saying, well, I'm learning from this experience. I'm moving on from it. I'm letting God guide me discerning in my next friendships that's what i'm gonna do right so it's about this perspective of okay what is god saying about my own life how can i move on from this situation based on what god sees for my future all right and then we must learn to resolve the conflicts whatever that looks like sometimes somebody will never sometimes i'm never gonna say i'm sorry but we must learn to resolve it in our own way be reconciled to your brothers, what the Bible says. Right? Be reconciled. If you are coming to, all, to offer a gift of, on the altar. Oh, my friend, I betrayed. Oh, something happened. Oh, I have, a, I have a, um, a conflict with my friend. Can I go back and resolve it? Before I give my gift? Resolve it in your own way. Reach out to the person. Offer a hand of fellowship. And say, I'm sorry, whatever I looked like. You know, sometimes you may not be able to talk through it. Resolve it, whatever. I will have talked to, talk to God about it. Talk to the person about it so that you can move forward. All right? And then know when to let go. Some of us are holding on to relationships that have expired. Know when to let go. Know when to say, well, even though I've resolved this, I've, you've, I've forgiven you, but I don't have to continue to be your friend. It doesn't serve my next assignment, but I don't have to carry hurts in my heart either. So I'm going to let go of this person, of this relationship. I know that their purpose in my life is over. God has done what he needs to do and I can move forward. All right? And then turn your thoughts to other godly Christian friendships. Sometimes you just need to realize that that person, you let them go. God is going to shift your perspective, your attention to other people that he has placed in your life. I'm not talking about the kinds of people that you're going to sit down, that are going to be discussing and pulling down your other friendship and... You know, having this pity party, recruiting people that will be on your side, you know, to say, oh, talk about the other person negative. That's not the point of this friendship. It is to help you heal, to be there for you, to listen to you, to pray along with you, right? Seek counsel and say, what do you think I should do about this situation? Sometimes that fresh perspective of a detached person from that situation may be the best thing you would need. Someone who can look at it critically and tell you, "Mm, I'm an unbiased observer. Is what I think you should do, right? Not somebody to help you pull the other person down, but someone to help you pray, heal, and encourage you in this season that you're going through this betrayal or this pain, all right? 
The Bible says, do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. Leviticus 19, 19 verse 18. Don't bear a grudge. Don't seek revenge. That's for God to do. Right? So in this walk, this <laughs> delicate walk of friendships, betrayal, hurt, and pain, we must remember that God wants us to have thriving relationships. And so if you're going through a hurtful one right now, or you've been through it in the past, or you're wondering what to do about one, I hope that these things that I've shared with you today will help you to remember to manage your expectations, to remember to give forgiveness always, to take it to God for healing, to realize that you may never understand why it happened, to keep the right perspective, to resolve the conflict in whatever way you can, to know when to let go, and then to turn your thoughts to other godly relationships that God has brought into your life to help you go through and heal through this encounter that you're having. Alrighty, and wow. So this is the end of the Thrive Devotional Study Series, and I am super excited that you have been able to get through to the end of this study series with us here at Families Arising. And over the summer, we are going to be starting off a series on back to school. And we're going to be taking the month of August to pray for back to school season. We're also going to be having master classes around the back to school season on how you can thrive in the new school year, how you can plan, prepare, pray ahead of the new school year. We're going to be taking a series of speakers that are going to be talking to us and sharing with us about the back to school season. And I hope you can join us. All you have to do is go onto our website at familieshorizon.org and you're going to find the back to school series right there on our website. All right. And I cannot wait to see you in the new series we're going to be starting off. And of course, after summer, we're going to be resuming in September with a brand new series that is called Flourish. Flourish is about thriving and flourishing in our families. It's a study on marriage and parenting. And believe me, over the over those three months from September to November, we're going to be covering a whole range of topics on flourishing in our marriages and flourishing in our relationships. And we cannot wait to share with you during this time of study together. All right. God bless you. And I cannot wait to see you in our next study um, on back to school. Don't forget to go to the link and register to be a part of that study series. And I'll see you next time. Take care. See you in August. Bye-bye. And so before you go, I want to remind you to ensure that you share this podcast with somebody who definitely needs to listen to it. What is growth if you're not doing it with your friends? So share away and don't forget to check the podcast notes to see how you can stay connected to our community here at familiesarising.org. Till next time, I'll see you. My name is Olusha Ashiro. Take care and have an amazing and blessed week.